You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. So this is from the Washington Post. And the headline says, Mississippi Republican calls for his state to succeed from the nation after Biden victory. As the dust settles from the 2020 presidential election, one disappointed Mississippi lawmaker has a proposition for the Magnolia State. Instead of being governed by President-elect Joe Biden, State Representative Price Wallace, Republican, (coughs) reportedly said on Twitter that Mississippi should succeed from the rest of the United States and form its own country. Despite the misspelling in his since-deleted tweet on Saturday afternoon, posted hours after the election was called for Biden, it appeared to be an overt throwback to the Confederacy in part of the Deep South that only voted to remove the Confederate battle flag from its own state flag earlier this year, which they debuted the other day. Uh, Most of the state's uh, top Republicans have backed Trump's efforts to challenge the results Uh, of the election and on Monday the state attorney generals became one of 10 across the country who pledged to join Trump's attempt to stop Pennsylvania from counting mail-in ballots that arrived after election day even before the race was called Mississippi's five Republicans in Congress released a joint statement that warned without evidence about the existence of voting irregularities across the country But Wallace, who did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the Washington Post, made far more extreme claims. The Magnolia State should simply leave the United States. It started with a Twitter thread from Robert Foster, a former Mississippi State representative and 2019 gubernatorial candidate, who, in response to Biden's victory, said that more votes needed to be counted before settling the race. The majority ruled... The majority does not rule. The law derived from a constitution has the final say. Democrats and their fake news cheerleaders are about to get a hard lesson in civics. His claim that the U.S. is not a democracy, a talking point pushed by ultra-conservative John Birch Society, according to the Free Press, has been cast aside by some political scientists as disingenuous. Writing in the Atlantic, Claremont McKenna College professor George Thomas explained that while the country's founders did not embrace direct or pure democracy, they nonetheless built a system of representative democracy governed by majority rule. And so, it <laughs> goes on. Talks about different things in uh, Mississippi that has been going on. And uh, I thought I lost you there for a second. Sorry. No. Uh, It it just goes on to say the state rep, uh, Ken McCarty, who's also a Republican, chimed in with praise for uh, the unprecedented vote that elected Biden said, I would hope that all of us, regardless of party, can acknowledge the historical significance of the daughter of immigrants becoming the VP of the United States. And so this guy responded on Twitter, why don't you two rhinos be man enough to admit you voted for Kamala? You two will have a lot of explaining to do in your next elections if you try and run as Republicans again. You should both switch parties. <laughs> so six, so succeed, not secede, not secede. As would be the actual term, <laughs> succeed. They try to succeed in education so they know the difference between the fucking words. <laughs> I think Mississippi is actually worse than Oklahoma in that. So kudos, sir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're worse than Oklahoma in anything, that's you're fucking up. So just 
Just shut up. <laughs> Stupid. I don't know. A lot of ignorance out there. Can you blame it on autocorrect? I don't think so. I mean, I don't, I mean, don't you proof I, I your, mean, your tweets? <laughs> Is it all toilet tweeting? Be, everything should be proofed, period. I mean, I thought, I guess people didn't have, you know, uh, Adrian Taylor around to make you <laughs> constantly proofread everything that you wrote. But, I mean, when you write something, it's out there. You know, if you're sending a text to somebody, that's a personal thing. It's between you and them. If you're sending, you know, just a personal email, it's just between two people. You know, there's a chance it could get out, but, you know, it's it's different. You know, it's like a message or whatever. And when you're putting something on social media, that, that gets screenshotted. And for, and for all these people... All these old people that told us all our life, watch out for everything on the internet. The internet, you know, everything is trying to get you on the internet. Internet's the now devil. The, yeah, now they're the same people who believe every single fucking thing they read on the internet. It's like not credible sources and just like, you know, it's like, what? I don't understand this. But, oh well. It's ridiculous. Odd people. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're if you're in a position where you have been elected to to represent the people of a state or whatever a district or whatever it is, you should have that level at least of of education and and decorum to understand that everything you put out is basically an official statement. Especially, anything you yeah. put on social media, anything you put on social media, whether it's your personal page or you know you're tweeting from your official congressman page or whatever the hell it is, it's official statements regardless. It's coming from you, and you better make damn sure that you want that to be out there. But that's the thing with social media is that it allows you to um, just tweet or you know post um as you're emotional you know what i mean like just right there at the moment like there's a there's a reason why a lot of people don't like the the on-field interviews because people are still in the emotion of the moment and you get you know you end up getting a little bit of a different a bit of a different response, you know what I mean? After they get to think about it for a while and be like, you know, the emotional response. But I mean, the emotional response is sometimes what people want to hear. So, but yeah, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta think about it for a minute before you put out something, an official statement like that. Like you better know what you're saying. For sure. uh, it's It's crazy to me that they still don't understand the the implications of you know of, of them saying whatever they want on social media like they still don't understand that they that i don't know it's gonna get them in trouble 
deleting tweets doesn't do anything. Well, and <clears throat> so let's talk about that. And and you're absolutely right. This is a pervasive thing, though, for for a lot of people, not just for not just for elected officials, but for cops, for actors, for anybody. I mean, but especially anybody that's in a position of power, especially elected yeah. officials like they're like, shouldn't they be held to a completely higher standard than anybody else? Yes, because elected officials are not part of the private sector. They are representing the people. Actors and, and singers and ball players and everybody else, they do they can they can do or say whatever they want because they're not held to that standard. As a as a representative for whatever, you can't be that you can't do that the same way. That's not the way it works for you. That that freedom of speech and all that kind of stuff like that that doesn't work the same way for you because you are representing an entire group of people and you know just like with any other celebrity I mean if you say something wrong as a celebrity in this cancel culture you know they can they can boycott until you know send letters and all that kind of stuff until you lose your job. And you know it's it's the same way with with these Congress people, except they they have people that actually voted them in that could vote them out, and being paid by tax dollars, nonetheless. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it seems like the people who are elected should be held to the highest standards. But that's not the way that we've been doing it. Well, and there are so many secessionists in various states. Uh, you know, a lot of the states in the South want us to see, want to secede for whatever reason. Texas always wants to secede. California, Alaska, these places always want to secede. Yeah. California, Texas, they could probably do it. They have enough economy. I mean, California's got the sixth largest economy in the world or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like they couldn't do it. Yeah, somewhere that's a that's a on the you know, on the ocean, on the border, you know, with as much commerce as they have. And I mean, yeah, that that would be that would be doable. But I mean when you have States like the the states that that always talk about you know seceding like the way they did in the in the South. A lot of people, not a lot of education. I mean, when you look at how where they rank, <laughs> yeah, as far as you know, education and and commerce and GDP and you know how much money do they actually make themselves outside of what the federal government gives them. And I, it's like I said, I just don't get it. The It's like the people who hate the government the most are the most dependent on them, like oh, natives. Yeah. yeah. And, the, you know, 
I know the the state of Mississippi is just crawling with people wanting to go to Biloxi Beach. Um, you know, more so people tourism, want to go to Dollywood. Tourism is a big factor there. So that's where Dollywood's at in Mississippi. No shit, no, it's in Tennessee. It's in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Okay, see, I didn't know. <laughs> you just said Pigeon Forge. You never said the state, so I'm just like, whatever. Fool, Vanderbilt's there too. That's where she donated her money. Oh, yeah, you did say Vanderbilt. That's right. <laughs> Who cares? We still have Dolly Parton. You can hear it all over our podcast, too. But, yeah. I mean, this secessionist attitude in these in these states that have no, no business wanting to secede. Like, you couldn't make it on your own, Mississippi. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, what, what are you, you going to replace those federal dollars with? What is it that you're planning on? I mean, if you're really going to secede, then you've got a plan, right? Well, and how's what's this gonna, your... How's this going to go? <laughs> yeah, what's your commerce going to be based around? What's your trade going to be based around? Are you going to be able to afford the excise and import and export taxes and different things like that? Because you're your own country now. Isn't this one of the states that refuses to legalize weed, too? We. I mean, you have everything working against you. Jeez. Remind me not to move to Mississippi. Yeah, that's that's not, not a I good time. I shouldn't be going there. I'm not trying to go to a redder state. I'm not trying to nah, do that's that. Not a, that's not a good situation either. Mm-mm. No, no, no. So, good luck to you, sir, in your succession and in your succeeding. Every time I in say succession. the state of Mississippi, I always want to say it like uh, like the guy from Life. The state Mississippi. <laughs> don't give a damn about your meteorological assessments. Well, there you go. Yeah, I watched Life the other day, so. That doesn't mean we won't visit Mississippi, though, if we're protected. They probably yeah, we'll think we're a bunch Choctaws. of Mexicans down there. Oh, yeah, there you go. We'll go, we'll go visit yeah. the Choctaws down there. So how does that work? If Mississippi secedes, how do, what, what happens with the Choctaws? Does that mean they get to be an independent nation in, within the, the Mississippi or what? I just don't know because Mississippi... The Choctaws might be, able to, might be able to make something happen down there, Choctaws. See there? There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe maybe y'all can beat them to the punch and go on ahead and secede from the state before they do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pes pesky federal government usually has shit to say about that. But hey, you know what? We wish you well, Mississippi. One so Mississippi, federal, two Mississippi. Because you know, that's that's federal. That's the federal government. So you know, you're talking about the Choctaws, who are you know the tribes like every other tribe is controlled by. Yep. And I don't know that Mississippi could. Yeah. Those are their their homelands. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're not gonna be able to make those kinds of decisions and those moves like that. So it, it's just crazy. It's crazy. I forgot all about the Choctaws down there. Maybe our Mississippi Choctaw brothers will have something to say about this. That's right. And sisters. And sisters. That's right. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. We're Indigenous, we're independent, and we are them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.